0: bread Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of fraud and wit. Politics, sports, and trending
1: shit. Let's tune into Brad and Brit. It's the Brad and Brit cast. We are glad you're with us. <laughs> we got a lot of a lot of things on our uh big plate. It's a big plate today here. Uh, we're coming in hot. Uh, yeah. we're Coming in hot. Let me uh let me run through the list here for you. And 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 At least one of these things is a subject that we uh, seldom talk about, golf. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number one, Fox News hates America but pretends otherwise, Mm -hmm. like we didn't know that. Uh, Number two, um, Dustin Johnson going for the gold. Yeah. Um, Control versus confiscation. Uh, Navarro pity party with Tucker. Big bad. Mark Robinson, mm-hmm. and I think we should start with a Kyle Rittenhouse. Oh, yeah, Rittenhouse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Yeah, because on the previous podcast, which we did less than 24 hours ago, it was quite evident that he was a uh, full delusional in thinking he'd been admitted and was going to attend Texas A&M University. I, I call them the Aggies. I don't know what you call them. That's what I call them. Yeah. And Texas A&M, the administration said, no, you haven't been admitted. No, you're not going there. And in full Trump fashion, Kyle Rittenhouse said, yes, I'm going there. I've I've gotten in, which is, you know, that's very Trumpy to just deny reality. Well, here it is less than a day later. And Kyle says, without, of course, apologizing or admitting he was full of shit, he said, well, I'm not going to Texas A&M. I'm going to something called Blinn College. That's a junior college. <laughs> Blinn College?
2: Blinn College. Isn't that something that the, those people that bakery in Mexico bimbo makes? No, you, actually, um, a
1: little bit surprising. It's it's a two-year junior college, and, and if you do well there, you can then transfer over to Texas A&M. They have kind of a relationship, but but that's – you don't say you're going to Texas A&M when you're going to Blinn. Okay, good for him.
2: But don't you think the the thing is, he thought he would announce it, and then they would go, yes, of course, you haven't applied or anything, but we love you, and we want you. Yeah, of course we want you. Don't you think that was his plan?
1: Of course. When you have the reputation that he does, everybody wants you, naturally. Right. Right. Okay, so I I looked it up, and Blinn College is in a city called Brenham, Texas. B-R-E-N-H-A-M. Wow. It's known as the home of the world's largest barbecue pit. Wow. It's also the headquarters of Blue Bell Creamery's, the ice cream company, which is the fourth best-selling ice cream brand in the United States. And since it's available, we're one of those 16 states or so that they're, they're you see it all the time, right? So yeah. it's an ice cream. Place. It's still not available nationally, huh? Right, 16 states. Wow. Um, you, you know what's also not a national? Ch- and, and I got nailed on this uh, about a year ago i thought rooms to go the furniture chain was a national it is it is not but it's wait it's huge it's a sweep from uh, i think texas through the southeast and up through virginia you know and again in about 15 or 20 states that's big okay it's the the
2: sunbelt conference is that basically what rooms to go is
1: yeah and and i was so sure it was because uh we had some, some folks at our house who were in town to buy furniture. and I said, why don't you just go to Rooms to Go? But we don't have Rooms to Go in Maryland. Yes, you do. Of course you do. Everybody does. And I was wrong. <ela>, rooms to <laughs> Go has
2: all those huge deals with like Sofia Vergara and Christy. I know. I know. Well, because it, it,
1: looks, yeah. it looks, it's got the fee fi- at least for us. But uh, again, that goes under the category of, I know nothing. I don't know. <laughs> uh, wait, here are the most famous four alumni from Blinn College that I can name here. Henry
2: Thomas, the kid in the E.T. What's okay. he
1: been doing since then? Is he,
2: he's, he's, still- he's, he's been hitting drugstores with uh, Todd Bridges. They've been robbing a lot of drugstores in East Hollywood.
1: Uh, Ty Harden, the guy who starred in the show Bronco and oh. some other movies also. Yeah. Uh, Bronco and Black and White, ABC, Western production, along with Maverick and Sugarfoot. There were a bunch of those back then. So that's Ty Harden, Josh Beckett. You know the name Josh Beckett, yeah. World Series MVP in 2003. He did throw one no hitter in his life. And you ready? Cam Newton. Cam, Cam Newton. Newton. <laughs>
2: after after Cam, Cam Newton ran into a little problem at the University of Florida, he had to back up yeah. and go to junior college, and then end really? up at Auburn. So now they're going to be able to add Kyle Rittenhouse
1: to their list of uh, notable uh, alumni. If if he. Uh, Makes it all the way through, or actually goes, because wasn't there a parallel story in the last few days? that He's going to sue the shit out of like the world right now.
2: Yeah, every everyone who's ever like typed has uh, filed a story for any media outlet ever. <laughs> right. He's going to file a lawsuit against them.
1: Right. So if he if he can cash in on his lawsuit, I'm just thinking maybe he's not college material. But uh, as always, we wish him the best. Uh, we do. You know, wish him
2: there, the best. there are certain things that happen. Like if you're a star football player at Georgia, Alabama, some place like that, the girls are just lined up around the block, right? They want to touch your ding ding. Do you think? Do you think the girls are going to line up for Kyle Rittenhouse? Do you think he's going to have? You know what?
1: Um, maybe not uh, uh, girls that you date or that I'm married to. Yeah. Those kind of girls, but um, another kind of girl. Yes, absolutely. That's- Bring that and- one home to bring that home
2: to Mama. Look who I got! Yeah. Look, look who's coming to eat your potato yeah. salad. Yeah. All right, uh, back to the list. Fox News hates
1: America. Dustin Johnson cashing in. Control versus confiscation. Navarro pity party with Tucker or Big Bad Mark Robinson.
2: I I do want to get into Mark Robinson, but let's do Justin uh, Dustin Johnson. And I want to warn our audience: this is not. We're not going to talk about golf. So, okay, so I know that some of you that are like, what the fuck are they doing? And this is not about golf, but we will, we'll, we'll try to power through this and give you a flavor of what's going on.
1: Uh, Dustin Johnson, and he's married to the Wayne Gretzky girl, right? That's correct, yeah. Uh, Wayne Gretzky's
2: daughter. The rain, Wayne Gretzky, married. the Wayne Gretzky girl who looks a, a lot like her, her mother uh, lived uh, looked back in the 80s. Google that for those of you that don't know. Now, who, who's the mother? Janet her name was Janet Johnson she was in uh, the film most notably uh, American Anthem she oh. was a, a gymnast and she was she didn't have a lot of success because when he married her they decided that she should you know she was going to stay at home and raise the kids but gorgeous fit you know 80s kind of hot yes. back in the day and then she's by, the, by the way looked, as we were in the
1: 80s as oh, you and I were in oh the sure 80s. no fit question about hot. it
2: there was a lot of there if you there's a great thirty for thirty uh about King called King's Ransom about how the people in Canada hated the fuck out of Hollywood because he fell in love with her and immediately wanted to trade to l a and that's where he played a majority of his career
1: mm-hmm. all right so Dustin Johnson is the latest uh big name golfer to join the
2: um tour live live tour I think is what we're calling it yeah. I thought, it was, um, I thought it was Roman numerals. I thought it was 54, but I've been told it's the live tour.
1: Right. The, this is the, uh, the, the Saudi Arabian thing done by the uh, murdering prince, this, who's decided somehow yeah. that uh, selling oil just is not such a popular thing. This and, is the uh,
2: latest PR effort by the, the murdering Saudi government to show, hey, we're good guys. you got to love us.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, and so he's going to get a couple hundred million. Uh, they wanted Tiger Woods for some reason. They're offering him a, what a billion dollars, and even Tiger even Tiger Woods said, "I don't think so." Um, <laughs> they got lefty. They got the, Phil Tiger Mich- Woods. Tiger Woods has had so many hits to his reputation. He
2: probably decided this is the, the one thing he doesn't need. I'm just yeah. I've had about six jump the shark moments. I'll be over here counting my my dough. They got lefty. They got Phil Mickelson. They got some of the biggest names in golf, and the PGA right. Tour is is imploding. Right. Well, actually, I don't think it is. Okay, I don't, explain. No, because, first of all, Phil
1: Mickelson is, is at the end of the line anyway. He's, you know, th- this would be as if next year, next year, Tom Brady said, I'm going to go play with the uh, USXFL. Would that hurt the NFL? No, but he's 46. It doesn't matter anymore, okay? Phil Mickelson's done everything he's ever going to do. He's still and, one of the most so, notable names
2: in the sport, and he's still one of the most famous. But it doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter he's, anymore.
1: He's at the end of the line, and, and he's done so many stupid things over his life. Good, good Goodbye. Don't, don't, let the, uh, don't let the cart hit you in the ass on the eighth hole. The thing about Nicholson um, is, is
2: he, he's admitted they've got the, you know, the, the, he's admitted in private. Well, these, these guys did kind of murder Jamal Khashoggi. I'm still yeah. going to take the money. I'm still it, taking it, the money. It, I don't it, care. It, remember, it just doesn't matter,
1: it doesn't matter at all about whether he admits they, it just doesn't matter. I'll take the check. Just give me the check. I'm good. Yeah. So um, even Tiger Woods, even Jack Nicholas. Yeah. Not that they wanted Jack Nicholas to play. Jack Nicholas is like 85. He can't play anymore. They want him like a wanted, figurehead.
2: They want him like a commissioner kind they, of. They want to be his name. And, yeah. and,
1: and Jack said said no. Um, I mean, this, is, this isn't this is a big thing to the average person, but, but it, it kind of is. It's kind of symbolic. Um, and I only bring it up in the context of Joe Biden five days ago in the news was about to go to Saudi Arabia and, uh, hang out apparently with, uh, uh Prince, whatever the fuck his name is. Right. Yeah. To beg to get them to pump even more oil. So the price of oil would go down and the price of gasoline goes down. That was as close to a fake story as there ever was. I don't think Biden ever had any intention of, of meeting with him and he's not traveling over there for uh, many, many more months. And plus, of course, as always, the facts never mean anything. If he went there tomorrow and suddenly said, I don't give a shit how many reporters you killed. You're our buddy. You're, I'm going to suck up to you more than Trump ever did. Yeah. Please pump more oil. And the prince said, okay, here's a couple million barrels extra a day. And it's got USA on it. We're going to send it right to you. And the pr- it doesn't work that way it it would never have it just doesn't happen that quickly so it's a it, it's a non-story but the point is we've got golfers who are doing the equivalent of that they are saying nothing else matters in my life except lots of money which the average person let's call you an average person let's call me an average person thinks to themselves wait these are guys who are already set for life. They have more money, most of them, than they can ever spend. Mickelson, absolutely.
2: Uh, uh, wait, a wait, wait, he should, uh, wait a minute. Okay. But he's – okay. He it, should. He should if, have more money than he should spend in five lifetimes. Here's
1: the, if Phil Mickelson is broke because he's gambled it all away, he should say so. Yes, he nope, should. Be, because if he said so – He says, I'm broke. I actually need the money. He'd have a slight bit more justification in in, going over there and and making the money grab in his 50s and saying, that's it. I'm done. Uh, I can't play in any more American tournaments anyway. He hasn't played here for over a year. But Dustin Johnson is another story because he's in the prime of his career and he's saying, fuck, I can still play in the four majors. I get to play in those. That has nothing to do with the PGA Tour. I have lifetime exemptions in, in all those tournaments, so I still get to play in the Big Four, and the rest of the time I serve my Saudi masters and make all the money. That's pretty rotten.
2: That's pretty nasty. But the, that, overall, that is- the, the, the most important thing about this story is that the Saudis continue to try to just throw money to improve their image around the world. That's what yeah. they're trying to do. That's what this is all about. We're not the murdering people that are whipping the shit out of, out of women and, and, and doing all of those things. We're the nice guys that are giving you the best golf in the world. That's what we are.
1: Well, as you know, there are 55 things wrong with, with what you just said in terms of what you said, which is factually true, and what it will result in, which is none of those things. <laughs> the, the I don't t-
2: know. It just uh, no. I don't know. People are, people are whores. People are, it's, see, I mean, this has been happening in world wrestling entertainment for five or six years. That asshole loves wrestling and he brings these huge stadium shows over there to Saudi and different places. And of course you're compelled to go. And the WWE women that are over there have to be wrapped up like mummies if they actually perform. And then when they do perform it's Oh, what a groundbreaking moment for women as Vince McMahon, takes, you know, millions upon millions upon millions. He had a little problem a couple of years ago, Brad, and they had an argument with one of the big princes there, and some of his wrestlers were, shall we say, held hostage for 12 or 14 hours before they were allowed to leave. There was a mysterious mechanical problem with the plane as it was taking off, and the, the folks on the plane were invited to stay in palatial places. I'm not going to say it wasn't nice, but still not really allowed to roam free of their own accord not allowed to really travel as they wish. Well, well, there you go. Uh, Mm -hmm. There you go.
1: How long before something, not that exact story, something similar to that happens? I can't tell you how. I can't tell you where. Um, But I just don't think, I think, just like with football, NFL, there really isn't room for a second thing. Uh, And in the case of golf, there's definitely not room for this rogue tour that's just all about money which of course you know professional golf is all about money too but it's a it's a controlled thing they you know they don't pay you if uh you're not in the top whatever number of people in a given tournament this guy's gonna pay everybody to show up all the time doesn't matter how bad you play you always go away with some money isn't that nice oh that's that's
2: wonderful um if you, but if, if something uh, happens and you're at a tour stop somewhere and you're not in a friendly place and you run afoul of them, you know, you, you, there's some, some uncomfortable things might happen because eventually help, these people. Help themselves.
1: So help me on this. Th- this is all going to be outside of the United States, of course. Yeah. Right. So you've, you've basically guys, said, said to yourself, you know, I I, I love playing in Dubai. I love playing in, you know, whatever countries uh, would, would welcome this, um, whatever countries Saudi Arabia has leverage over because of oil. Oh, I'm sorry. That's the whole world. Excuse yeah. me. Uh, but
2: uh, I haven't read. Do they do they have a TV partner? Do the live people have has Disney or Universal or whomever? Have they signed up to do so. it? I don't think so. That's a that's right. a slight moral conundrum because there's a lot of people like, uh, oh, right. it's, a, it's a big one. That's a, for, for your a Disney or your, you know, there and again, there's a lot of competition for sports rights. We're seeing it with Apple. We're seeing it with Amazon. We're seeing it with everybody. If you, if you get an Amazon going, I don't know, that might be something we're interested in, <laughs> you know? Well, I,
1: I I don't think you're wrong at all. I, I think the idea that there's going to be some kind of a moral moral line that, uh, will not be crossed by anybody else who would associate themselves with this uh, thinking it's a it's a smart business decision. We'd be crazy. Of course. Of course, someone's going to going to do it. And if. Yeah, of course. Of course.
2: All right. They're saying they're saying, by the way, the, the, you can watch their the event in London or in England, I guess at livegolf.com, livegolf.com golf.com. I'm on YouTube and on Facebook right now. But it's you know it's just a matter of time before somebody, mm-hmm. as you say, stu- steps in there, hey, let me grab some of that blood money. That's working out pretty yeah. good.
1: Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, you want to do Navarro pity party? With I do want
2: to, to do that, and then we can glide into Fox News. That'll be a nice transition into the the Fox News thing.
1: All right. Um, here we go. Uh, I don't know if you've uh, followed the saga of, this creep, Peter Navarro, who was uh, in the White House as an advisor to uh, Trump, he was officially his trade representative. I do believe that was his official position. So he's the uh, he's the father of tariffs, as we know them. <laughs> oh, Jesus, he thinks it's a great idea, um, and he was completely in on the plans to uh, overturn the election. Uh, institute a coup and reinstall Donald Trump by whatever means necessary, including fake electors in the six or seven states that Trump lost. Uh, You name it. Peter Navarro was in on the planning and he's written a book about it and he's acknowledged it and he's proud of it. And he's gone on MSNBC several times during this year, 2022 in the uh, six o'clock hour with uh, Ari Melber, who's a lawyer and a smart lawyer and a good questioner and someone who will not be intimidated by Navarro, who will not shut the fuck up. He just talks and talks and talks. And uh, when you're on TV and you talk, 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 it takes a, a tough man to make a tender chicken. And it takes a tough host to get in there and not let him just, uh, filibuster his way through a segment. Melbourne, very, very good at it. But here's the amazing thing he admitted on TV that he was absolutely in on what he was doing, which was completely legal in his world, in his mind. And uh, again, I'm not understanding why the uh, folks of Green Bay, Wisconsin, and Packers fans all over America are not disgusted that he is calling and has been calling, their plan to overtake the government, run Mike Pence out the door, uh, kill a bunch of people in the Capitol, reinstall Donald Trump as president, and not allow the electoral votes to be counted correctly, cause chaos in the country, and upset the constitutional order that's held through a lot of bad times for about 230 years. Why, when he calls that plan the Green Bay Sweep, which is uh, bringing your pulling guards and your pulling tackle from the left side over to the right side so you have four or five big blockers plus your tight end and your other running back. Why? That's a Green Bay sweep. We'll never know. But Vince Lombardi
2: is dead. The Trump presidency is dead. I wish I was dead. Right, right. So uh,
1: he just made a complete ass of himself a couple times on the Ari Melber show to the point where some of the video of that was actually used in Congress several times to demonstrate some of the things that were going on and that they were investigating in the January 6th committee. So uh, on Monday night, he decided, I've had enough of getting grilled on MSNBC. I'll skip over CNN and go uh, straight to the warm bosom of Fox News and to the warmest bosom of all, uh, Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson. Let's hear about Tucker Carlson and his... Explanation as to what Peter Navarro has faced, victim Peter Navarro.
0: Good evening. Welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. Peter Navarro is the picture of a law-abiding American citizen. Yeah. He's a 72-year-old retired business school professor. He's got a PhD in economics from Harvard University. His most recent job was extremely white-collar. He served at the as the White House trade advisor in the last presidential administration, famous for his tough stance on China. He's never been charged with a crime. He's never trafficked fentanyl, for example, from Mexico. In fact, his hobby is yoga and riding his bicycle. In short, Peter... Oh, good evening.
1: oh God almighty. Peter, All right, that's, that's clip number one. Doesn't that make him a soy boy? Yeah, kind of does, kind of does. Uh, so Navarro is Mr. Victim now and says he was not treated nicely when, after refusing... To answer a subpoena, they sent the feds in after him. Peter Navarro
2: rocked me into a car. And the next thing I know, I'm in leg irons, handcuffs, strip search.
1: I mean, it was not without comedy. I mean, at one point, the FBI agents couldn't find the door to go into where I was supposed to go. The fingerprint machine didn't work. But, but it, you know, people do not want to sit in solitary confinement and leg irons denied food, denied water Denied an attorney, and it, it, this is what we
2: live in. I mean, I studied Kafka in college. It took me like till I was seventy two to understand Kafka.
1: Oh boy, we, I'll tell you, we're we're going
2: to school here, aren't we? We're going to school. Holy shit, Franz we're Kafka, really? You went there? Yep. We're gonna go with Edgar Allan Poe. We're gonna go with uh, Mary Shelley and Frankenstein. We went straight for Franz Kafka
1: let's try one more here and i think this will glide us i mean
2: by the way uh george floyd's Floyd's family line two their heart bleeds for you mr navarro about your treatment by law enforcement i don't have that one
1: doesn't matter what a
2: whiny whiny little bitch yeah yeah uh navarro's just at Fox News, we love law enforcement unless they're a little rough with Peter Navarro or they're the Capitol cops. <laughs> we fully support law enforcement unless they're apprehending a nice white-collar criminal who happens to be Caucasian, like the guy that we find in the seat right now. Hmm. Oh, wait. Yeah, my heart Hang my on. heart bleeds for Navarro. I'm sure he was waterboarded. I think I got a good one here. Here we go. Ready? Kinzinger.
0: Navarro resisted that subpoena because... He had nothing to do with January sixth. Nothing whatsoever. That's not disputed. Oh, he really? Did not break into the Capitol. Nobody... Did not encourage anyone else to break into the Capitol. Huh. He wasn't even there that day. Yeah. He had no idea it was going to happen. Again, that's beyond dispute. And Nancy Pelosi and Liz Cheney know that.
1: It's, I swear to God. You know. You know- This is what this is what you're up against. This is what I don't
2: don't want to play. I'm going to Godwin myself. You know, I don't think Hitler ever was at Nuremberg, so I don't know why people are so upset at him. I don't think he ever made an appearance at Dachau. I don't. Why why are people upset at Hitler? Yeah. How many people?
1: How many notes? How many people did Hitler kill? Did he kill? You can't name any. He did. He (laughs) did not kill anybody, and he didn't draw. He wasn't the architect that drew to do it
2: what concentration camps. You know, sorry, he was just, okay. Oh, fucking, Peter Navarro's tits deep in this whole thing. Him and him and R- 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 Giul- Giuliani and that whole hee-haw gang, they're, they're as important and as key to all of this bullshit as anybody. That, what an asshole Tucker Carlson is. I wish, well, I, I wish Maine would fall into the fucking ocean. Well,
1: here's the point. If you go on TV and explain exactly what your motives were, what you did, and you write it in a book (laughs) why are you not willing to say that in front of the country under oath what's wrong with that and and of course you you know what the answer is it's because well you know you can't go to jail for lying to the press you can't go to jail for for making shit up in a book You, you you can't do that but you can if you go in front of Congress and lie, or in Navarro's case, if he just said what he had said on television or written in the book, he would be incriminating himself. So, doggone it, we'd we'd have to see him taking the Fifth Amendment, right? And I don't know whether you can uh, take a Fifth Amendment in a congressional hearing or or not. I guess maybe you can. um But that gets us to what we were talking about on the previous podcast. I didn't realize it would. Uh, uh, happened this quickly almost right after we were talking about it early in the afternoon on monday fox did announce that uh they're not going to run the hearing live on thursday night on fox news channel oh, it's gonna be on fox business what do you want shut up please it's gonna be don't bother. Fox
2: business.
1: <laughs> just don't bother don't no. don't bother don't bother <laughs> Fantastic. And on the previous podcast, my prediction was that they would run their regular programming and put a little box in the bottom of the corner of the screen. Right? You see that? And they'll they put a little graphic on there. You know, live hearings in and watching. And and he would just do his regular show. And they would fake that. They're not, apparently they're not even going to do that. They're just going to run their regular shit. See and, and try to to answer. Um. As, as as best they can or just lie about everything that's going on. Um but it's it's predictable. Yeah. It's it's pathetic. It truly proves that the worst decision ever made by immigration and naturalization, which by the way there is no immigration and naturalization bureau anymore. They disbanded it. They have something else. But back when Rupert Murdoch applied for citizenship in 85, there was one. They should have said no. Uh, because he is, he is the owner, he is the architect, he is responsible for what is going on, which is shutting out a segment of this country that only watches that channel, that gets all their ideas from that channel, and then the corollaries, the talk radios, the, the but but that's the centerpiece, Fox News Channel. And for them to not run the moment in time in american history the only time when a now former american president plotted to overthrow the very government under which we live for them to abandon that is that isn't even jumping the shark that's beyond that's jumping 10 sharks at once under the uh under any common decency rules and any common ideas that that you do exist not just to print money, that you do have some social responsibility. And this is all about shielding their viewers who buy into the lie, buy into the big lie, buy into the lies told to them by the hosts on Fox and have for the last year and a half, and buy into the table that's been set by Donald Trump that he was cheated out of an election that Joe Biden is not the legitimate president and he is never going to concede. And why should he? Because it was taken away from him and he took it away, not just from me, Trump, but he took it away from you over and over and over again, the big lie. And Fox is saying here at this moment in time, this moment, you cannot depend on us to do even close to the right thing. And if you do believe it, if you do pretend otherwise, you're dreaming. But the idea is to keep those viewers from having to face what clearly will be. And the more I think about this, I was a little nervous yesterday when I first read the story about the uh, guy who, who uh, ran, I guess, uh, Nightline and Good Morning America, big producer, ran the network, ABC News president, James Goldston. He's going to be producing the, uh, the show On Thursday night and at first I thought a show then I thought well wait a minute this is what we always talk about Britt you gotta you gotta produce it you gotta bring up you gotta entertain them you cannot have a a look on Thursday night all across almost every network of note something that looks like c-span it can't look like a congressional hearing of the house agriculture committee uh interviewing some boring person to get information out. No, you got to make it a show and it's going to look like, you know, 2020 and night. It's going to be well-produced. There'll be a lot of production pieces with a lot of things. According to Jamie Raskin. And you know what? I believe Jamie Raskin, when he says there's going to be a lot of new shit. And I believe Liz Cheney, when she says uh, there's going to be
2: shit that you have not seen before they got to right. be careful. They got to be careful. They got to manage expectations a little bit. I get I that.
1: I get I get it, but I I think that they know that if they say that and it's a nothing burger, which you know that's going to be said on Fox no matter what. Of He's course, presented. that's not the point. That's not the they, point. They could
2: have like somebody. They could have like somebody's head. Uh, like they cut off one of the guys trying to like a, a, a Capitol police officer's head in Donald Trump's hands, brought to him by one of the protesters on January the sixth. Show him like smearing the blood all over his face. Ah, big nothing burger. I don't. I don't even what, know what the, why do we have these hearings for. I
1: don't, I don't at, get it. Remember what the nothing burger. Uh, taunt will be it's we've seen this we know all this and the american people decided a long time ago that this was an overplayed mistake by nancy pelosi who refused to defend the capital correctly yeah. it was her yeah. co- you, you you know what they're going to say but that doesn't matter that's not going to matter here which fallback position
2: um, is that because fallback position number one was eh, it wasn't that big a deal it was just a, a little kind of peaceful protest, and it was legitimate it was a legitimate political protest but, and then we but, go back to uh it was it was this person's fault this and then we, we finally got to it's nancy Pelosi's fault right that, that's part of it but
1: heres the here's my point if Fox thought for real for real that this was going to be a stiff that it was going to be a loser, they'd run it mm. Mm-hmm they would run it i'll say this this is just like why won't you testify in front of the committee sir why won't you answer the subpoena sir it's because you're guilty why won't you run this show fox because you know it's got information
2: that will blow the minds of your viewers i'll say this if tucker carlson was half of the broadcaster and he had any balls whatsoever he doesn't have to do anything because whatever his act is is the biggest thing going he would run the thing live and then he would he would talk over it and then ramp it down and make snide comments but he's not that talented i'll tell you who would do that who's brave enough to do it if gutfeld if they gutfeld would do that and he would make snarky remarks and he'd be a complete asshole and the audience would eat it up with a spoon But Hannity and and Tucker Carlson are not quick enough to think on their feet like that. So they would not be able to do something like that.
1: No, well, plus, it's not that. It's even if you went by the, well, we've already known this. We've seen this. Guess what? You're right. We've seen it. And everything that we've already seen is enough. But because we have to pile five more levels to get the attention of the American people, who only care about the price of gasoline. That's the only thing that matters in America right now. Nothing else matters. Overthrow my government. Give me a dictator. Take away every right. Rip up the Constitution. Please just let me have the Second Amendment. Everything else can go. And I don't give a shit what's on TV Thursday night. Isn't there there an NHL game I can watch? I don't want to see it. But everything that we already know should and is enough to cause the equivalent of at least a no-confidence vote like they had in, yeah. in Britain. Um, so I think they're not running this not out of strength, out of fear. Mm. I think they know um, that – and aren't you interested to find out what they've been holding back? I'm really interested, because if it's a bunch of pictures, if it's video, if it's audio of Trump during the afternoon, having the kind of party that we know that he was having, that's going to be pretty damning stuff.
2: Um, I think there's going to be. Yeah, I mean, I'm expecting. But you have to. And also part of the problem is, yes, we, we have heard a lot. But it's been dribs and drabs and it's patchwork. Something comes out in this book, something comes out in this book. They need to weave all that together. That that's story. why you get a that's why you get a producer.
1: That's why you get the guy. I agree when you gotta tell the story on nightline. I'll tell you that's this. that's why you get that guy.
2: I'll tell you this. Local local newscasting legend Brad Jones. He was he taught me uh one of these classes at UNCG when I was doing communications. And he said, This is how he explained what the news business was. He said, It's like you're when you feed the baby, when you're feeding a toddler like the food, and the kid at first is like, okay, fine, I'll eat. But then after a while, the kid turns its, you know, it turns its head and it's not eating. And you got to do the chugga, 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 and you got to do the airplane. You got to do that. That's what the news is. People kind of want it, but you got to do the chugga, 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 and you can't just like shove it in their faces. That's, that's basically what they have to do. That's what they have to do with their information coming up at this thing on Thursday night and then for the nights beyond well but what what does it say what does it say about the the state of our populace you
1: don't, don't want to go there you don't want to go there you don't you wanna, have
2: to go there you have to go there for it you because don't want, here's the other part of that brad how many this is the poll result you don't want to see how many people at their poll said would you vote for donald trump if it meant that gas would be under three bucks a gallon you don't want to see those poll results brad even though we you and i know there's nothing he can do to bring the price of gas down there's nothing to president. If you gave that poll question to people, you and I would want to pack our bags and head to Canada immediately.
1: I don't disagree with you for a second. Of course, you also have to add in, by the way, there was nothing that Donald Trump did exactly when he was president to have the price of gas down where it was. If you ask the average person, if you ask the average person, well, why was gas two twenty? 240 when trump was president and and here's what the answer would be they would say because donald trump knew that americans love to drive their cars and he cared about me and he made sure that the price of gasoline was affordable so i could do the things with my family that i want to and that things wouldn't be so expensive at the grocery store because the truck that was uh, driving it wouldn't have to fill up with diesel that's twelve dollars a gallon he knew donald trump was a real American. He cared about what I care about. Or and, of course, like to, not, one, like not, not
2: one thing I said is true. Not no. one thing I said is true. Here, here's the truth. There, there, done. Here's the, the, the truth. Paper. Donald Trump did do something to keep gas prices down. He fucked up a response to a pandemic, caused an economic crisis, and that meant the demand for gasoline was way down. So, yes, that, that's, that is something that Donald Trump did to keep the price of gas very low.
1: That, well, that's that's true. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. But this is, does um, it, does that, does that wash right now with people? No, no, or no. 2020, 20, like 2020 might've been, might as well have been a million years ago. right? And, and if I, if I tell you, sir, you're taking the poll for, you're taking the, the, uh, the survey for me right now, sir, on the end of the, the phone, what person, if I ask what percentage of the world's oil is produced by the United States, what do you think the average person's answer? Would be how much of the world's oil? Uh, do we ten, ten percent. I'll go ten percent. Well, you know because what? You'd be you'd be way smarter than most people, <laughs> because the answer is thirteen percent. How so about the number that? one producer? We're the number one producer in the world, and right behind us are Canada and Saudi Arabia. But every so year,
2: every year during the Obama administration, it went up and up and up up. Our, our right. production it's continued going, to go right. up. Right, been going up for a
1: long time, and, yep. and we're the leading producers. So at the very top of the world oil production pyramid that we, and by the way, Russia is, is right under the, the, the top three. And so the fact that, you know, there's a war that they've uh, waged with Ukraine, that's upset. We know that. Um, But that's not the way we do things in America. We don't consider the facts. We don't look at the statistics. We're not, we're not interested in that shit. All we, Trump, gas, $2, Biden, gas, $6, too. that's that's, that's that's about the only way touchdown we end zone no, dance right right and um at this moment six dollar gas or five depending on where you live in our case we're we're kind of lucky we're about the lowest in the country right now at four 440 460, 480. Mm. depends where you are we're, we're lucky we're, us oh yeah, pinch we're me slightly, <laughs> we're slightly under 5 like it matters right? Right. Right. right and by the way can can i just throw this in uh for years for years we would have fun when a holiday would come up yeah. memorial day weekend labor day weekend would come up and the, invariably the article would say well gas is 20 cents higher this year than it was a year ago that could that could cause people to take fewer vacations and drive less this Memorial Day over last Memorial Day. And we would always say, are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? 20 cents more a gallon. And it takes uh, 30 gallons to drive you know, several hundred miles back and whatever it is. So 30 times 20, that's another $6. All right, I'm not going. I'm not going. Not going. Now it is serious. When the difference between filling up your tank, which used to be $25, is right. now $90, okay. Now you're talking real money, and people who drive a lot, that's a tax increase. That's how you just it have is. to look at it. It's just a and, this is, and this is
2: summertime. Increase. This is when there are a lot of people that are in the travel and tourism industry. You know, a majority of their income is made between Labor Day or Memorial Day and Labor Day. That, that happens would, to a lot of people. I,
1: I would submit to you. And I haven't looked at this. Usually when uh, uh, you look at gasoline prices, isn't Saudi Arabia the country that, that, that subsidizes the price of gasoline? So you know, it's like 12 cents a gallon yeah, there. Right. right? Wh- whatever it is. So would you rather live in a dictatorship, an authoritarian regime where they really know how to keep those gas prices down for you? Or do you want to be in the United States of America? where supposedly there's, there's all kinds of freedom, at least to uh, buy a gun. Um, <laughs> I want to be hungry. I want to go hungry. That guy's cool. Or, or there. So
2: there's uh, the uh, – let's do – we'll finish up on the – this is Lawrence Tribe, one of the great legal experts of, let's say, the past three generations. Fox News running 1,098 primetime segments on Benghazi from the attack until committee hearings. They ran committee hearings live for seven hours. They're not going to cover it at all. Conclusive proofs that Fox isn't news at all. Uh, Mister And Mr. Tribe, Professor Tribe knows that that's not a surprise or anything, but it it, it is the glaring, flashing red light of hypocrisy over well, something I, called I, Fox I, News. I think Professor Tribe hasn't done his
1: homework because it's way worse than that. And I did my homework on this. I looked this up. Well, he's concerned. And, 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 no, it's not that. He just, he, I don't know where he came up with seven hours. Because the Benghazi hearings went on periodically for three years. And whenever there was a Benghazi hearing, Fox did run it. Not just seven hours. They ran it for hours and hours and hours over a period of years. And then when they thought they had the big kahuna, Hillary Clinton, oh. right? And they sat her down early in the morning, and they went all day. And they went into the evening. They went past dinner time. Yep. MSNBC and CNN stayed with it for 11 hours. Fox dumped out of it early in the afternoon they'd seen enough on that day the day that hillary clinton for the arguments purposes here kind of like donald trump now right uh hillary clinton who was the star of benghazi the focus of evil whose fault it was they finally got her up there trey gowdy and his uh, gang of of merry republicans went after her for 11 hours fox dumped out of it early now why did they do that you know why they did that because hillary clinton shoved it up their ass it was a nothing burger it was a nothing
2: burger right but it it was a good kind of nothing burger she their, their money clip is when she got upset at them and she talked about after after all this time what does it matter and they thought they had her on that they could take that out of context and say that she didn't care about the dead people in benghazi right Right. Yeah, that's what you got out of 11 hours, but they
1: didn't run 11 hours. So they have a history. They know that when they've set up a narrative, whether it's over Benghazi or in this case, you know, trying to protect Trump, uh, no matter what, over a period of years, if there's a pivot point moment, the last thing they want to do is run it unedited, unable to be answered in real time, because... It might give you ideas. It might make you think, maybe just for one second, man, maybe Donald Trump did. Maybe maybe there was violence on January 6th because I haven't seen any of this video before. Man, I would where say, where has this about? been? Where is this? So it, it's better. They have made the calculation that it is better to take the hit and the shit from people like us than to take the chance. Um, of exposing their core audience to what's happening. But you know what, Britt? this is too big. It's too wide. It bleeds through too much. And uh, even most of those people watch Fox, they have internet and they have Facebook. Remember the same people who say, I get my news from Facebook. Guess what? This is going to bleed through on Facebook. It's not going to be knocked off of Facebook. It's not going to be knocked off of Twitter. It's going to be there. So I, I think we're, you know, it, it's ridiculous. It's disgusting that they're not running it. But um, this is critical mass. When you roadblock every other channel and the, the three broadcast networks are going to run it, the uh, the cables are running, it'll be on C-SPAN, it'll be on BBC, it'll, it'll be all, all over the place. PBS, it'll be everywhere. Um, it cannot be blocked. The tr- Eventually, the truth will out. And it's going to will out, I believe, this week. I have a lot of confidence in, in these folks that they've – and for all our impatience, for all of our – when are they going to do it? Um, I think, I hope, we're going to get paid off uh, very well for allowing them the space to not rush to judgment and run out there and, 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 and make us feel good for a minute and then have nothing happen. Uh, They learned from the Mueller report that when you collect a bunch of facts remember the Mueller report, that should have been enough to fucking throw Trump out of office in two seconds. But what happened? Bill Barr got up there and lied about it instantly. And the next thing you know, it was a nothing burger. It was not. And they're not going (laughs) to allow it to happen this time.
2: It's we need to uh, we need to finish up with the dessert, which is North Carolina's Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson. We're coming to a decision point on this man because we're fairly you know, we're getting close to shit or get off the pot time for the 2024 elections. Obviously, Roy Cooper is term limited. He's the governor of North Carolina. will not be able to run again. The Republicans have to figure out, is this the guy we're going to put forward? And then Mark Robinson with his anti-gay, anti-trans and now misogynistic comments is uh, making headlines.
1: Ah, uh, here you go. This is uh, courtesy of W-R-A-L, your big five. Mark Robinson, the North Carolina lieutenant governor, said that Christians are, quote, called to be led by men. See, he goes to churches and and goes nuts with this shit, right? Comments were part of an extended critique of the social justice movement, with Mark Robinson urging men to, quote, put on the whole armor of God, and take the head of your enemy in God's name. <clears throat> the lieutenant governor said that as a Christian and a black man, he's tired of being told how to act. And then he slumped his shoulders and caricatured the civil rights hymn, We Shall Overcome. Not one time in my life when I faced adversity did I say, you know, I shall overcome. My God tells me that when I face adversity, that number one, I am to stand up like a man, M-A-N. So he's fully into this Christian nationalist horseshit bullshit. You think it's going to play here in uh, North Carolina beyond the primaries is there there's uh, somebody in the republican party who is willing to stand up to this shit and and not i i hate to say a pat mccrory kind of republican
2: i know in my personal uh, life i know people who are gay who pledge allegiance to the republican party and if i pointed out to them guy kind of hates gay people oh no 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 he not do- no he doesn't he doesn't no. hate him. He prays for no. them,
1: Britt. No, he no, prays. no, no, no,
2: no, no, no. He's, I mean, it, I, I'll give Mark Robinson at least this much. He's not trying to run from it. He owns it. Uh, he's going to have a lot of people lie about what he's saying. The, the The party in North Carolina has a difficult decision to make with him because I don't think they're going to be able to sit him down and go, Mark, we, we just don't think it's your time. We're going to go with this 48, 53-year-old white guy, this is our boy. We're going to ride him. You sit this one out. We'll take care of you, Lieutenant Governor. Uh, here, We'll give you a nice parting gift if you would like a, a, you know, a bag of some wine or something. We'll go ahead and send that to your house. But I, I don't think we want you to be our, our big guy, our guy on the, on the, at the top of the ticket, right? At the top of the ticket on a statewide election. Uh, I'm sorry. I've already waited too long. I've already
1: been in the number two slot. I know what that's like. You You're gotta, looking at a number one guy. This Don't is tell awful. me where I have to go. Nobody tells Mark Robinson where he has to go.
2: This is gonna. This is like Marjorie Taylor Green with a slightly bigger dick. That's 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 what we're looking at with Mark Robinson. Uh, Brit, just slightly. <laughs>